so apparently Hunter is too tall for his shoes. Yeah, I'm too tall for <laughs> shoes. That's how I'm choosing to open this episode. I gotta wear yeah. goulashes. Too too tall. Wait, did you say you gotta wear goulashes? <laughs> yeah. A goulash is a type of meal, you jackass. <laughs> Galoshes, did you mean? Galoshes. Galoshes, not no, I goulash. Mean <laughs> are, do you sure, are you sure you didn't mean gulag? Um, this oh my is god. Ghoul uh, <laughs> as in 3 a.m. file ghouls? <laughs> oh shit, he brought it He brought it in. Um, like go- you mean goblins? Anyway, this is going to be a 3 a.m. Episode, episode. I'm also Mm -hmm. tired. This is going to be a 3 a.m. Files episode, and Mm -hmm. Eric's here, and Arlen's here, and as we already described, Hunter is here, and he's too tall for his shoes. That's why he's he's wearing a pair of Eastern European noodle dishes (laughs) on his feet. Oh. Giant, giant bowls of beef stew on my feet. Uh, <laughs> just, I'm two so wooden angry. barrels just I shouldn't be, but I'm so angry. <sighs> oh boy. I'm just walking around these wine casks on my feet. Um all right. Um so yeah, we're tonight we're gonna be talking about uh horror movies inspired by real events or in some cases uh real events inspired by horror movies. Yeah, yeah. in mm-hmm. in that in that hey. area. Yeah. Um so yeah. yeah. Uh I guess I guess I'll just I'll just get right into it and uh we'll see where this goes. I mean, we need to do, we need to get away from this intro because I'll just keep laughing. So, <laughs> yeah. Let's see, motherfucker. <laughs> Got him. All right. So uh-huh. I don't tell the story. Don't t- say the movie initially. Right. Just kind of tell the, the story, mm-hmm. and maybe we can see. We can try to guess it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see if I can. I thought I had it all. Okay. Um. So I'll just start from. Here, L.A. Times, 1987. <clears throat> uh, these are all healthy men with no previous symptoms. The average age was 33, says the doctor being uh, interviewed. The situation is almost always the same. It only occurs in men, and only occurs in their sleep. The report oh, exactly. This is. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Me too. It's Orca. Yes. <laughs> Uh, the report is that they cry out and die and are found dead the next morning. Standard autopsies revealed little about their death, other than that they were caused by sudden heart stoppage. Um, such an occurrence is mystifying since their rates are such an occurrence in Asians, sorry, is mystifying since their rates of ordinary cardiac disease and malfunction are extraordinarily low, are extraordinarily low, which it ascribes to their diet. Uh, detailed examinations of their heart turned up something strange. Uh, out of eighteen, uh, out of eighteen which were enlarged, seventeen showed defects in their conduction systems. Uh, basically, it says the fibers that carry electronic impulses from their brain to their heart they were frayed and curled. 
Oh, weird. I didn't know about that part of it. Yeah. And um, I was I was really hoping you were going to say it, it strangely looked like someone carved a bitch into their heart. Yeah, it, it was an orca. <laughs> that would be great. It was, it was um, orca now, whale who broke it An off. interview from the director who we have not named yet. I read an article in the LA Times about a family that had escaped that had escaped the killing fields in Cambodia and managed to get to the US. Things were fine, and then suddenly the young son was having very disturbing nightmares. He told his parents that he was afraid if he slept, the thing chasing him would get him. So he tried to yeah. stay awake for days at a time. Orca. Yeah, <laughs> yeah orca. exactly. It was an orca. It was, it was a land whale. Yeah. Um <laughs> When he fell asleep, his parents thought this crisis was over, and then they heard screams in the middle of the night. By the time they got to him, he was dead. The director in previous interviews has said that uh, a Mr. Coffee machine was found under or around his bed, as well as caffeine pills. He died in the middle of a nightmare. Here was a youngster having a vision of horror that everybody older, that everyone older was denying. That became the central line. Of Nightmare on Elm Street. So yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> it's that's that's the thing that like I think it was actually when we were recording like that was when I found out about this story because I had no idea that it was actually uh, he was inspired by true events for this and it just mm-hmm. it's so odd like it it yeah. really doesn't make sense to me that all of these victims would have similar issues going on. It's also weird because like. It seems to have only happened once that I guess would be mostly known. Um, right. You know, which makes it even stranger. Um, also, the idea mm-hmm. of someone just dropping dead in their sleep like that violently and aggressively and suddenly is just. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's yeah. terrifying. I mean, he yeah. died I... sleeping. I mean, it's not awful, I guess. I don't know. No, he died screaming and then yeah. he. <laughs> yeah. Well, well you know yeah he he died in a nightmare did you did you i know tomatoes that's all i mean i know you can't hear anything over the sloshing of all that sauce around your feet but yeah all that all that red wine in those barrels that you're you're, yeah yeah it just i like so it there was something frayed in the heart that was part of where the electrical impulses are carried from the brain to the heart and I just, that's all the more they know. Like, there was never any actual, like, oh, this is exactly what caused it because of this particular, like, uh So, uh, so, okay. There's a lot of information about this. Too much information. (laughs) And I can't go into every little detail of this. Um, But there has been a lot of research into this about what it is. But what we what we know is that it primarily affects people who are Eastern Asian of descent or of East Asian descent. I mean, um, and it's not widespread, but it's scary enough numbers. Um, f- let me see. From eighty one, uh, from nineteen eighty one to nineteen eighty eight, uh, there were one hundred and seventeen cases of what has been called. Uh, uh, sons and i gotta make sure i got the definition of that here it's the acronym yes sudden unexplained nocturnal deaths uh and this is primary but they found out about this because of laotian and Hmong 
I, I'm gonna say, because uh, there's a little there's an H in front. Uh, it's primarily because of them that people know about this and that studies were done. Um, because such large per, uh, percentages of male Hmong and Laotians were dying of this, and it led to larger studies throughout Japan, um, China, the Philippines, and Thailand. And these, yeah, and they all have different names. Like, it's a thing that's been around long enough that they all have different uh, colloquializations for it. Uh, In Thailand, they call it Lai Thai. Uh, In the Philippines, they call it uh, Bangunat. In Japan, they call it Pokuri Death Syndrome. Oh, my Um, God. (laughs) That sounds Death like the syndrome. name. That sounds like the name of a bad punk band from the seventies yes. or eighties. It it definitely does. PDS man, um, yeah, like it's it's a big thing, and I do have numbers in front of me just in case that's, anybody wants to know anything. But that's straight but, up a Kojima character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but once again, like it, there's still no like explanation for why this is affecting people who are no. who are like I, I what is the like not Pacific Islanders but like Asian right. people or basically people who are like Asian adjacent yeah. with their with their lineage so I just mm-hmm. I don't understand that's so that's odd weird. and it, it's weird because they know for the most part they know what is happening they just have no idea why <laughs> they, they they have an understanding of what the actual effect is, but there's no real explanation for why it's occurring. I think uh, it's a demon. I'm gonna go with demon. Probably. I feel like that's a safe assumption until uh, better science comes in. Yeah. Meteors uh, did it. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. Tiny meteors. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it'll cost. Yeah. It. It, it just seems weird that like. Also, there's I've heard nothing else about this. Like, yeah, it it's something that must have passed. Like, I don't know. It's, it was it some sort of weird like it it was made by the collective unconscious of that particular area of the world, and now Possibly. it doesn't exist anymore because people don't mm-hmm. care about it. I don't know. Well, so there's a lot of theories put forth. That- a lot of these people do have do suffer from night terrors and sleep paralysis, from what I can tell. Okay. Um, in in which case, this is the only recorded sort of subgroup that seems to die from night terrors and sleep paralysis in this way, um, which is fascinating because we've talked at length before about sleep paralysis and how uh, crazy those stories can be. Yeah. Um, and Tickled by an this... alien. Right, exactly. Hey, you know what? <laughs> it's funny on paper. When you think about it long enough, that's fucking... Especially when you can't yeah. wake up. Yeah. That's hilarious. That's fucking yeah, terrifying. That's terrifying. Yeah. 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 It's the um, worst. Yeah. But it, it is just strange. It's just, it's just very, very strange that we don't really know why. But the psychological explanations and what um, folklorists and psychologists have come up with is that it might be connected to the sort of ancestor worship that a lot of eastern asian countries practice 
Um, okay. And it, it might just be that they take that so seriously. Um, their brains are literally telling their hearts to die um, because they Whoa. believe demons or... That's crazy. Yeah, or their ancestors are coming after them for disgracing their family. Um, and it does make That's me true. think... Yeah. Uh, it makes me think of it that. connects back to our Bruce Lee thing that we talked about. And now drugs, yeah. of course, part of yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. But that's still, a, <laughs> that's like a real life instance of Tulpas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. I mean, not, uh, not the dictionary definition of a Tulpa, no. but it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a, a variation on the idea. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah. there's a story from Wes you can hear about how he was, how the idea for Freddy came to him. And that was actually an mm-hmm. encounter with someone he had when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, have yeah. you seen the, the long Nightmare on Elm Street documentary, the big one? Um, yeah, great. Talks about that. He basically says like he was at his window and this guy just stared at him for a yeah. long period of time, um, and then kind of went to leave and then snapped back and just like gave him a fucking you know like a mean mug, um, yeah, laughed and then walked away. And he was like, I just can't imagine why someone could be like that cruel to a child for no reason, just you know, in your day to day. Probably because yeah, he didn't of... eat all his dinner. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of directors of that generation have similar stories. Like John Carpenter has the story of, I think, visiting a mental hospital and just having this crazy guy mean mug him for a very long time and like Bro. sneak up on him. Um, why is this? It, was he unattended? What the fuck? Yeah, I mean, was he a <laughs> child when he went there? Or... I don't remember the exact context, but he was there. <laughs> And this guy like did a full on solid snake and like snuck <laughs> up on him and freaked him the fuck out. Um, oh, and so you're saying he played him like a damn fiddle? Okay. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> did he ask him if you ever seen Godzilla? Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> he might have. When you blew um, his arms it, and legs off, you just just not shut up about it for seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, the, the thing that's weird to me too, though, is like, all right, so. You can see this obviously being inspiring for Nightmare on Elm Street One. Mm-hmm. What the hell happened after that? <laughs> Money happened. After yeah, merchandising, well, franchising. In the, case, in the case of two, I think somebody was very homophobic, and they needed to get their homophobia out. Um, I have no idea what happened. I, but the, three I, onward. I would say two was the exact opposite of homophobia. It was now. It, it depends on who you ask and who wasn't. Uh, some people, I think, were. Some people had latent homophobia. Some people probably were gay and they didn't realize it. Some people were very not homophobic, and I think it's a lot of people of different ideas. That's why it's so such a conflicting movie in parts. Um, I, I don't know. I'm just going by what I saw on uh, Never Sleep Again, the documentary, where mm-hmm. like they're talking about it, and basically everybody's like. Oh yeah, this movie is very gay. Oh yeah, this movie is really, really gay. Oh, this is the most homo movie ever. And then they get to the one like producer who's like, "No, I don't think it was. I don't understand that sub that subtext to it." Like, yeah, I didn't write a gay movie. What are you talking about? Yeah, like yeah, it's, I didn't write a gay movie. Cut to I, him being dressed up in a leather. Uh, bar yeah, it's you yeah. know the one the the coach is a leather daddy who gets whipped yeah. to death. Like, it's I I don't see any homophobia in that. I just see like. It's more an allegory for somebody who's not comfortable with coming out of the closet, and that's about yeah, it. like and that yeah. movie has weird, yeah. like weird tells about like mm-hmm. like what it's trying to say. Because I think right. actually one of the actresses in the movie points out like 
he doesn't go to what would be the typical damsel in distress. He goes into a man's mm-hmm. house and seeks refuge yeah. there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Freddy kills that dude. Um, yeah. They yeah. pointed that as being somewhat relevant to like the whole, you know, is it a gay allegory thing? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Just a little. So Shudder did do like a follow up documentary about that actor. And I think that's yes, where they I, did. I started watching it. Yeah. That's where I'm getting some of my context about the homophobic part because they explore the writer a little bit more and he's a he, he's a piece of work. <laughs> yeah. The main uh, actor some... disappeared for a while because he, I guess, like does have some baggage from this. Mm, yeah. I'm not surprised. And yeah. he talks about having some problems about things that were said on Never Sleep Again by other people. Um, hmm. So, yeah, that's yeah. Well, Check that out for those that haven't seen it. Yeah, for those who uh, can't who ha- can afford the five dollars a month for Shutter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or you, you can't find bastards. a friend that has Shutter. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. How many people here have it that can share the password? Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would never advocate doing that. That's, that's no, no, I haven't. I haven't let multiple coworkers use my password. No, 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 no. I, is, I totally yeah. advocate that. Steal from large companies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> everything. Pirates. Yes. Um, yes. Walmart. Shoplift from Walmart. That's all I'm saying. It, they can't. They can't legally stop you. They nope. can't. Yeah. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. No, but mm. while while you're doing it, wear a fucking mask, you motherfucker. Yeah, wear a mask. <laughs> you <do> it. <laughs> fucking mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to leave uh, my apartment sometime soon. Wear a mask. Uh-huh. I'd like to see Dune in the theater, so wear a fucking mask. Wear a goddamn yeah. mask. Yeah, um, that'll be that fine. One. We don't know when this episode is coming out. So yeah. <laughs> that'll be fun. Um, anyways, uh, I guess questions, I guess. Otherwise, I, I think we can probably move on to another story. Um, no, I mean, I, I got my questions in. It just, it's like I said, it's so, yeah. it's so odd to me that it only affected people from like yeah. the, the areas around like Japan and China and whatnot, like people who are of Asian, of some yeah. sort of Asian descent. So it's just, it's weird. Yeah. It's just very, it's just, like you said, That's it's fucking weird, very bro. Strange. Yeah. I got, um, I got nothing, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Connor. All right. Uh, uh, who no, was, I'm good who too. Next? Yeah. Who was? Who I believe next? it was. I believe it was me. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna buck the format, been, you know, having been established by a single person, um, <laughs> a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna that. say the real life story that inspired the movie. If you can't guess the movie, I'll tell you what it is. And then something that actually happened that mirrors the destruction in the movie. Oh. Um. So in the 1950s. A uh, policeman in Philadelphia stumbled upon a quivering purple lump that had crash landed in a nearby field. According to responding the officers, the mass was like a giant glowing jelly ball with the sticky residue when touched. Because, of course, the first thing you do is uh, plunge your yeah. hands into uh, this, this muck. This guy was Wait, not that right. What year was this? Uh, 1950s. I'm oh, surprised okay. Never mind. it. Never mind. Um, right. And then I think <laughs> the, the piece I have here doesn't include the ending, which I read somewhere else, that like after a while, it just like di- dissipated and just dissolved, and that was it. And no one ever really spoke of it. Nor should they. <laughs> um, and if you haven't figured the movie, yeah. uh, color out of space. No. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn Blair. Glenn Gary. Glenn Gary. Glenn Gary. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. 
Only closers get to bring the purple space blob <laughs> home to have sex with it. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, Eric actually just said what it was. Wait. Oh, what? the blob. Oh, the blob. Oh, yeah, oh, the blob. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I figured it was oh, the blob, but shit. yeah. I forgot yeah. about this. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember reading briefly about it. And being like, huh? People in the fifties were stupid, and that was about <laughs> all the more I gave it. Well, like, you touch it. I wouldn't touch it. Yeah, no. Wait, I mean, okay. was that you taste it. <laughs> God damn it, Eric! This bit uh, is it sticky? I don't know. Touch it. <laughs> you dip it in the black goo, like uh... exactly. Yeah. What's his neck? Well, let, me, well, let me drink the coffin juice. Well, let me eat the, the, the ancient cheese. Well, let me touch the growing, the glowing purple jelly ball. Ancient cheese with a horrible disease. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. The movie's the Blob, and uh, I shouldn't have to describe that movie. It's the fucking Blob, a giant, yeah, you know, yeah, somewhat sentient mass uh, destroys an entire town. And if you, uh, and the remake is awesome. It's um, so right. mean. It's so yeah. mean. and has some of the most visceral violence I've ever seen. Um, against children against, against children, children. Uh, people like some some guy gets pulled through uh a sink drain yeah. uh yep. but the sink never breaks he does uh <laughs> oh. yeah yeah somebody, just, somebody gets eaten in a uh, phone booth somebody get yeah well they they crush her inside of a phone booth mm-hmm. from all sides yeah. um which yeah, for those of just... you i was gonna Go say for those of you under the age of uh let's say 28 phone booths were things that used to have uh, things called pay phones in them. It was a phone that was located in areas that you would need to possibly make a call oh. from. Just in I case. remember those from Resident Evil Apocalypse, which features them prominently. <laughs> Everybody's favorite movie. Fucking yeah. kill me. Anyway, sorry, I had to go down that. You were saying, Connor. Uh, yeah, the remake kicks ass. It's got uh, Matt, not Kevin Dillon. Matt Dillon. Not, oh, is it Kevin or Matt? Um, I thought I'm it was looking Kevin. at the Wikipedia page right now. It's Kevin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Matt uh, Dillon is and, the uh, one who doesn't look like a uh, 1980s bully who grew up. Yeah. Who can who can never not look like that? Exactly. Um, and uh, a very very pre saw Shawnee Smith. Oh shit! Um, she was in that. Oh yeah, shit! He's my girlfriend. Yeah, I did. God, I. It's been a long time since I've seen that. Yeah, movie. it's weird to go back and watch it after having seen Saw. You're like, oh my god, that's Amanda. That's crazy. Uh, but as far as an incident that happened in nineteen in uh, nineteen nineteen January fifteenth in Boston's North End, Hunter, um, yep. million gallons of thick molasses yep. poured down this street, this neighborhood, like a fucking tsunami, and killed twenty one people and injured one hundred and fifty more. I bet those yep. assholes tried to eat it. Um, sounds silly and stupid it's like oh uh, we got killed by dessert um this was like a big fucking disaster no that's just sucks it was because it moved so slow and like and was so thick it was trapping people in place and then it got cold and now you have people freezing in place um it mowed through buildings and just like wrecked everything and the photos that you can look up like it looks like an actual flood just came through it looks like a natural disaster um i guess basically the steel like container this was in was poorly made and was overheated and just fucking exploded that's you're telling me stuff in 1919 wasn't done properly by the children that were building places yeah well (laughs) so i actually know something about this Sugar explodes. Yeah. 
Um, I don't remember the exact reasoning, but it has something to do with static electricity, uh, which is why a lot of the time uh, the people that would harvest molasses and sugar uh, back in the old, old days were slaves uh, because uh, it was a dangerous thing and you did not want to do it yourself and potentially get burns. Um, and that's, I don't know if that was a major cause of death by people who were slaves, but I, I'm pretty sure it was a, a, a contributor um, because many distilleries and refineries, I think, suffered similar fates. My understanding is that this is only as big of a deal as it is, it's because it was in such a populated area. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess leading up to this, like there were several signs this tank was going to blow up. And mm. the USIA ignored all warning signs, including groaning noises every time it was filled, which is a <laughs> startling discovery. <laughs> right. <laughs> is the tank alive? Like <laughs> in my in my head, what happened is people kept on paying off the guy that was supposed to inspect it to not inspect it, um, and it just resulted in a disaster because obviously it's 1919, and that's what you do. You just uh, yeah, and pay off all officials. It... It was so overstuffed, and the the tank was like so badly damaged that children were walking up to it and filling cups of molasses because it was just leaking out of this thing. It's insane. Yeah. I this <clears throat> quick side note with this uh, that particular story, I learned about this back when the show Cribs was still airing on MTV. What? And I'll get there. And it was Moby's episode of Cribs, and he was talking about a series of books that I have. Um, they're called the big books of, and there's like the 1970s, Grimm's fairy tales, urban legends. And he was talking about one that's called the big book of death that talked about this. And that's how I've known about this for 20 years, 25 years, something <laughs> like that. Like was because I saw an Moby. episode of cribs with Moby in it. He just, cause he happens to mention it when he's talking about his book collection. I'm like, what? And then, like, so doing weird. doing whatever little research I could back then. It's like, holy shit, that did actually happen. He's not just some bald twat talking out his ass. Um, but I guess the I have something about the wave. Uh, how fast this moved? Apparently, uh, this wave of molasses moved at thirty five miles an hour initially. Uh, they said described it as moving terrifyingly fast. That's crazy. I, yeah. How can molasses move that quickly? Um, I think probably just the heat made it so, uh, probably made it just kind of yeah. just fluidy enough to make it, you know, give it some real speed. Um, yeah. Yeah. So in addition to being stuck in this liquid, people were pinned under buildings and then had molasses poured, like, cover them. Uh, oh. And a lot of these people died fucking horrible deaths. Yeah. They're basically, they're, you're drowning in, you know, sweet, sweet molasses while being crushed by debris. Oh, God. Uh, and they also said if this happened in the heat of July, the molasses would be able to spread farther out. Oh, that's great. It's it's unstoppable. My God, it's unstoppable. <laughs> it's like some sort of blob. The entire eastern <laughs> seaboard has been taken some over by molasses. Some kind of being. Um... <laughs> Ugh. Damn. It's, yeah, I, you know, I never even made the connection that that had partially some inspiration for the blob as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like I couldn't find anything that directly linked the two, but um, I remember hearing someone mention this in connection to the movie a long time ago. I was like, I should look into this again. Um, but the two, like the story and you know the events of the film, are so like 
well, of course you had to talk mm-hmm. about them both. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. One's about a giant blob yeah. that kills people. And one's about a giant blob that actually killed people. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. uh, just. I cannot imagine a worse way to die. Like, because that's mm. that's not even you're drowning. Like, right. you're stuck in place and you can't. Like, you can see a piece of debris coming for you. You're like, oh, good, good, and then you're done. Mm-hmm. One of yeah. potential ways, or you fall and yeah. you do drown in molasses, and that would be choking mm-hmm. and drowning at the same time which i i guess that's kind of so you would just it, you just fixate there's just be yeah. no air yeah. in there um well yeah and it, because it's sugar and it's thick and viscous it's gonna like pull you down the harder you try oh, to get god. out oh god imagine like fishing those bodies out of there must have been a fucking shit show <sighs> oh god a delicious well, shit show <laughs> <laughs> yeah because they're by the time it hardens they're covered in like thick brown liquid that's Actually, uh, here's here's the funny thing. Sugar is used in medicine to um, help granulate wounds, and it is like mm-hmm. like honey is also a, like a, a miracle yeah. healing, healing thing. Yes, um, it is. So when these people came out, they were probably shockingly well preserved. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like still. Yeah, the only way this is worse is like a pack of super wolves comes down from Canada. <laughs> 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 well, that's the exactly way, the right moment the um, way they were able to identify the bodies was they just got a bunch of the uh, child laborers that were probably working oh, no. in that molasses factory to lick the now the now giant basically candy yeah. uh, or uh, lollipop right. people until you could identify who they were and yeah one of those children was a was a little boy named Charlie Tootsie um, <laughs> and uh... <laughs> um, <laughs> And that's where the Tootsie Pop comes from. Absolutely uh, horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. You know, but it couldn't have happened to a better city. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> what a, yeah, they didn't do anything to deserve that. Um, the other thing I want to point out is that in the movie, The Blob, its weakness is cold. And mm-hmm. in this, like, cold weather essentially stopped the disaster from getting worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that feels like a direct connection. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, like, yeah, it feels, it feels too organic both ways to be like, yeah, somebody definitely knew about this when making this movie. Yeah. I still want to know what happened to the purple blob from space. Yeah. Like yeah, a story that's... to have that has no ending. Yeah. Right. It's just a thing <laughs> happened. The end. Like, something that's... from space. We, we came across something from space. It was weird. What happened then? Nothing. 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 We left. Nobody knows. Yeah. It just yeah. turned into nothing, evaporated in front of our eyes. What? I <laughs> wish he at least ate it. I wish. I know. At least try the purple space goo. Jesus. <laughs> you only get one chance. Later, exactly. have yeah. Um, yeah. Ugh, well, you know, as as Eustace, the police officer, wipes purple goo off of his mustache. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, that that man went on to make uh insert your favorite lubrication. Gross. Um, gross. <laughs> Lubrications for weak people. That was um, Andrew KY. His name was his name was Jack KY. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was Gene Astrobi. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Kentucky Younger. Um <laughs> I don't know. Oh, anything else to add, Connor? Does anybody else have anything uh, they want to ask? That's pretty much it for me. Jeez. Oh. All right. Well, yeah, I'm, going to, I'm going to I'm going to 
flip the script, as the kids say, I guess that's okay, what they say. Right. Do they still say it? Um, a little sure. bit here. And uh, we're going to be dealing with a murder that was inspired by a movie. Oh, yeah. So let's, uh, let's rewind to the uh, year 1995, and we're in Saskatchewan, mm. Canada. There's a 14-year-old boy who goes by the name of Sandy Charles. He and uh, I don't see what the age of his accomplice was because I know he had an accomplice with. But basically, what happened was he killed this boy by stabbing him with a knife and then beating him with a beer bottle and a rock. Whoa, nice. After he killed, After he killed the kid... He cut strips of skin from his victim and boiled them down. What the fuck? Whoa. Uh, after, oh. he, after he boiled them down, he drank them, and he was convinced he could fly. Oh, wow. Mm. I'm not okay. So, the thing that struck me as the oddest here was the movie that inspired this. Does anyone have any guesses? Can I take a stab in the dark here? Go for it. Child's Play 3. Nope. Okay. <laughs> nope. Wow. This movie is from 1989. So he would have been eight years old when this movie came out. But apparently Short he... Short uh. <laughs> got it in one. You got it in one. Yeah. Um, Arlen, any guesses? Um, no, Short Circuit 2, actually, featuring... <laughs> um, uh, I can't remember the actor's name playing... Yeah, Brown he's not included. The worst brown face ever done in a movie. Um, no, you're all wrong. Uh, it's this is why I was so interested in this one. It's mm. fucking Warlock. What? <laughs> it's the movie what? Warlock. This wait, came, okay. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, in that movie, Warlock claimed if you drank boiled down fat from a virgin, it would give you the power to fly. What? Charles wanted okay. to fly. So we're dealing mm-hmm. with someone who has no touch with reality. Okay. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Yeah. This is a this is very like a proto version of a, those two Slender Man girls. Um, yeah, it's it. I'm trying to find some of the other things that I had here. Um, apparently, he was obsessed with the movie and watched it at least ten times before he went out and did this. Uh, what else? All right. He was, he was also claiming that uh, he was trying to claim insanity even though apparently there was a, either an attendant or an orderly at the, the mental institution who's being held at per, mm-hmm. uh, prior to his trial that heard him saying, like, yeah, I'm going to plead insanity and I can walk out of here in two years. Yeah, like, good job, bud. I, I never found anything about what happened to him afterwards. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest thing I couldn't find because last thing I'd seen was in 2019 and there was nothing talking about what happened with the case after that. But this, um, oh, go ahead. Continue talking. I have a book that has an interesting uh, take on the insanity plea. Hang on. Okay. Yeah. Um, there was also other things he had said. There was something about there was voices telling him that he should do it. That was part of, I think, his insanity plea. Mm-hmm. It just, it's, it, of all the fucking movies to become fixated on and decide, hey, you know, this is a good idea. Let's go with Julian Sands' Warlock. Like I, God damn it! I saw that movie once, and the thing that I remember the most is that he pulls out a guy's tongue and fries it at one point, point. and that's that's about all my memories of it. 
I just what, yeah. is, what is this what is this child who is like in a mental institution be like, yeah, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna plead insanity. Like really right. loud so everyone can hear. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, it's uh it's a kid who obviously didn't really think that much before he did all this. Yeah, yeah I, he liked Warlock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh he pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity. Uh it was an eight year old who was his accomplice who was never charged because he was too young. But yeah, he repeatedly stabbed the uh the other boy and then crushed his skull with a ten pound twelve pound rock. It this was uh, still out there somewhere. Uh, probably. Oh, he tore off 15 strips of this other child's body oh, and nice. boiled cool. the flesh into liquid <sighs> fat. Yep. Cool, yep. cool, cool. How yeah, he claimed he was... <laughs> he claimed he was under the thrall of spirits when he committed the murder. Okay, so I have from uh, a book called Batman Psychology, written mm-hmm. by... The author's name is in the front of the book. Good job, guys. Um... <laughs> But uh, this guy was just talking about, and he has a whole bit about the insanity plea, and I guess like how mm. it's supposed to function. Um, basically, if your friend tells you to shoot your next door neighbor, and you think it's wrong, you shouldn't do it, and you need some better friends. Mm. If a hallucinatory elephant, if a hallucinatory elephant tells you to shoot your neighbor, you might still know what's wrong. You shouldn't do it, and you need some better elephants. Friend or <laughs> elephant, if you're you're still sane. Uh, if on the other hand, you shoot the neighbor because you're convinced he's an extraterrestrial creature coming to suck out your brain, in that case, you're unable to recognize the real-world meaning and wrongfulness of your actions. It's a desperate mm-hmm. act of self-defense insofar as you knew, and you should therefore be found insane. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's what the key difference is between something along that hypothetical and what this kid did, because he knew he had right. to murder a virgin to do mm-hmm. this. And uh, just... Uh, yeah, uh, and on, on the sort of spectrum in between there, if you believe Mark David Chapman, he was slowly brought to the point where he felt that John Lennon was not John Lennon, that he was like some sort of evil figure. In yeah, the but world. Mark David Chapman's full of shit. <laughs> well, yeah, Mark, yeah, yeah I, I don't know how much I believe Mark David Chapman, his story about, um, what was it, a village of small people that told him what to do. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) that would just follow him around everywhere he'd like look down like what what should i do small who people it was like kill him david kill him um just i don't know i'm not sure are you telling me are you telling me he had his own version of the underpants gnomes who told him to go kill one of the beatles Yes. Yeah. No. Th- th- this. This was a thing. Actually, and for like, if you believe him, for like twenty years or for however long since they first showed up, they were telling him what to do and how to live his life for years. Um. Yeah. Wait. So the the best part about that story is, in, in his own words, they told him not to kill John Lennon, and then they abandoned him. Yeah. Oh God. He oh, eventually was like that story. Yeah, he was eventually like, you know what, little people, you're wrong this time. And then he went and killed John Lennon. I'm going to do what um, I want to do. I, yeah. Uh, I, so so he, he was convinced that his psychotic break was wrong about what he should do yes. while he's having a psychotic <laughs> yes. break. Exactly. Got it. Got it. So let me get this straight. Your, uh, your, your little friends told you to kill John Lennon. Yeah, yeah, totally normal. 
So, and then when you did, they left you. Yeah, it's bullshit. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I, my biggest thing with the one that I shared was just of all the things to inspire you to kill, you had to go with fucking Julian Sands Warlock. That was that was my biggest takeaway from it. Not the horrific act that this child committed because it's that's Warlock. Yes, it was Warlock. Yeah, it's on the same level as being inspired by the movie Wishmaster. Two movies that I thought were the same movie until just oh, no. until just now looking them up and realizing that they are separate films. Um, no, because uh, Wishmaster Kane Hodder gets killed in that movie too because he plays a security guard, if I remember correctly. Well, or maybe that was yeah, one of the sequels. Yeah. Looking at the cast, it's all it's like. Robert England, Tony mm-hmm. Todd, Angus Krim. Yeah. Yep. Uh, everybody's here. There's even a Rami in here. Um, so yeah. Um, but uh, the the Child's Play Three thing, like apparently there was a like some kind of murder that happened around the time the movie came out, and it was like just barely like connected. Um, but the media got a hold of it, and man, they went fucking crazy with it for a little bit. Um, I think it was like some yeah. kid killed his younger brother or something like that. Oh, oh, yeah, whatever. That's that's that doesn't sound child's playish. Family squabble. No. Yeah, exactly, no. exactly. I mean, I mean, unless the kid to... saw it really early because his dad was like producer or something on it, then that'd be, that'd be a little bit Chucky. more salacious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His dad was Chucky. Yes. yes. Exactly. Um, yeah. just on the warlock thing, I guess I'm, if I'm putting myself in the head of that kid, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess what's more likely to inspire somebody to do this it's usually never something that has like broad broad appeal um it's something that has like very specific wedge appeal to just off people (laughs) people who are a little bit off their rockers from the start again mark david chapman and um i can't capture in the rye and capture in the rye yes so it being Warlock, I guess, in that sense, does make more sense than, say, if it was Nightmare on Elm Street um, or even Jason. Um, because I... those are so broad and there's not as many details that are so specific for a younger mind to latch on to, I guess. And that's I... purely like if I was trying to justify it in some way. Um, oh, so you're justifying the the killing of a ten year old by fourteen year old? Real yeah, cool. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I, I'm doing. Yeah. My big right. thing is like, dude, if you're inspired by that movie, do a little more research and at least be a little mm-hmm. bit more creative. Like, don't just say it was Warlock that made me do it. Like, like it was the black tomes of the midnight priests who I discovered on an arc on a January right. night. Like something along those lines. Make it more dramatic if you're going to do something like that. Like yeah, longing to right. Father Esteban. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> He could probably just like do a synopsis of the movie Warlock, and no one noticed because no one saw the movie. So. Yeah, uh, it's, I mean, uh, I, I did. A more interesting version of this kid is like somebody who goes and reads about the uh, Order of the Golden Dawn and like actual warlocks, and they like by by sixteen they become uh, a full on witch. Like that's a far more interesting person than this person. <laughs> Or they just, just pull a Crowley lazy. and feed rich people acid and then yeah. have sex with them in the desert. Right. Yeah. 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 This is a this is another one of those like, um, there's certain kind of people who just should not consume like a very Anything. broad section of media. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but since our mental health system is what it is, and like sometimes it's hard to see the outside mm-hmm. of it. Um, 
Oh, well, don't forget, this took place in Canada. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, the same place where Dear Zachary happened. Yeah. Um, oh, 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 yeah. Fuck. Yeah, you want to ruin your day, everybody? Go watch that documentary. Um, oh, no. But very much yeah. like the Slender Man case, like, that was a ticking time bomb that people weren't paying attention mm-hmm. to. Um, and mm-hmm. then, like, that, that, that one bugs me uh, still, just yeah. because, like, the motivation is so fucking ridiculous to me. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It just, it, the whole thing aggravates me. Oh, I'm glad that girl lived, though. That's amazing. I'm glad yeah. that she lived too. And the, the, the girls that attempted to murder her, I don't believe they believe what they said for a second. I think they are full of shit. And they were just mean spirited yeah. little assholes who probably had something, some wiring that was incorrect in their head. And yeah. they're just like, all right, well, we need to find an easy out because they knew that they did something that was inexcusable. But if they could find a way to have it excused in some way, they wouldn't be seen as bad. Yeah, if yeah. you're if you are doing the insanity defense, no insane person is like loudly announcing their plans in the middle of an insane asylum. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, like. I go back and forth on those on those little girls. Um, I don't fully believe that they're insane. Uh, no, I don't, or that there's no malice in what they're doing. Like. Also, it's very hard with little girls. I, they develop faster than, say, a younger boy does. Um, so I can believe that there's more malicious intent there um, than, again, if it was a boy of the same age. Just far more thoughtful scheming, I guess, is 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 within the realm of possibility, especially when you look at a case like that. And, you know, the fact that the little, one of them, uh, their father had mental health issues. Um, just he had, I think, full on schizophrenia. Yeah. Oh, like, well, yeah. Yeah. It's, and that's the thing. It doesn't mean that she doesn't have some sort of mental health, but it doesn't mean that she wasn't looking at that, seeing how much he probably got away with or how much mm-hmm. he was excused for some of his actions. And that she didn't, in some ways, learn from that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's I could believe for yeah. a minute that like maybe she was under some kind of delusion. Um, but at one point, do you stop to think about like, hey, killing is bad. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't, regardless of whatever internet deity tells you. But that's all right. Brass tacks, yeah. like the the details that came out, like oh, and he was going to take us to live in his mansion because we gathered souls for him, like. I'm not going to say I'm any type of expert on fucking mm-hmm. creepypastas or anything, but hearing that shit during all of the the discovery during trial and whatnot, I've never heard that aspect of Slenderman ever. Supposer doesn't know her lore. Exactly. I, yeah. Like, I, I feel like that was shit she made up, and that's kind of why I'm like, ah, is it really? Is that really why you did it? Like, that's why I have a reason. Yeah. It could have been the vision she built. Like, she could have yeah. been. Like mm-hmm. the Slenderman figure in this, you know, dream or delusion or nightmare, or whatever, uh, could be. I feel like anything. Like a Siren right. Head, yeah. go fucking stab my friend in the woods and we'll give him souls. Uh, yeah. Wolfman doesn't matter. Dracula, who cares? Um, yeah, the the Bob's man. Big Boy guy, like right. it's, yeah. it's, it's a, it's a yeah. boogeyman that she Ro- she yeah. conjured up. Bob's yeah. Big Boy wants to marry my dad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, so like. On the and not in her defense, but like 
I had heard the whole people want to like be subservient to Slenderman thing before, but I'm not sure if that's something that she heard or if that came from her. Because I can't identify where I first heard that Yeah. Uh, in relation to when I first heard about the case. Um, so like that might be something that she added to the mythology and nobody has looked into it to see whether or not that's, that's truth or not. Um, Slender Man. Also, and this is another thing, because I watched recent, uh, I guess, investigative documentaries about it. The thing that still stands out to me that not enough people make note of is that their stories are inconsistent yep. who who instigated all of this and who came up with the idea first is completely inconsistent they both blame each other for coming up with the idea so they're either well yeah at this point whatever, lying, whatever yeah whatever yeah. unity they had i'm sure has been dissolved yeah, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So they're either okay. both lying or one of them is lying and I'm more inclined to believe that they're both lying just because yeah. of the situation. So, and you know, very much fall in line with our topic. Like, there's no movie based in this event yet. Um, and if you do make one, shame on you. Um, well, I think the Slenderman movie Sony did come really out. Really wanted to. Yeah, I yeah. think that they, there are enough plot elements in that movie that I wouldn't be surprised if a very early version was just like the story just with the girls aged up and that's the other thing these girls were like i think it was like eight to twelve i can't remember exactly that's uh, again it's too old for me to yeah. buy that they would be that in naive that like if yeah. they were four or five i actually would buy that because kids that young are in a fantasy world they don't exist in our universe yeah. um they exist in a completely different reality, and a lot of them do have access to the internet, and parents don't pay attention. Um, because there are a lot of parents that just want a nap. Uh, so they'll put a tablet in their kids' hands and be just like, fuck it. <laughs> just do whatever they, the fuck most, you want. Yeah, yeah, or they do drugs. Whatever. Right, exactly. Yeah, PCP. Um, for <laughs> PCP, yeah. 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 It helps them sleep. Um, yeah, I don't know. It... There's just there's so many things that that haven't been completely revealed, and I'm sure it's because of the age of the, of mm -hmm. the two girls that we'll probably never know the whole story behind it. But just based on all of the purported facts from that case that came out, I don't believe those little bitches for a minute, and I think they should be going into jail for the rest of their lives because they're terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm I think happy the one with... is, and the the supposed yeah. accomplice I think has a shorter sentence. Okay. Yeah, one of them has a much shorter sentence than the other. I was, I'm fine with uh, the asylum scenario because one of them is a shorter sentence, but if they believe that she's still unstable, they will keep her there. That was part of the uh, part of the uh, sentencing. Um, so determining whether or not they actually are mentally. Uh, unstable i'm in favor of that um but i, I do agree like i don't believe them really yeah. um but again yeah. i would rather know i would rather they go through years of therapy we find out that there's nothing that it's just all a, a fib or a lie um rather than sending them straight into jail where if they really are mentally unstable it could just make them into worse criminals um depending on 
It'll make them yeah. into super criminals and then have we, have superheroes. We, have we considered that Slender Man's actually real? I think that's possible. I that's mean, you know that's that is Occam's razor at this point. It's the <laughs> it's the least likely but most obvious outcome here. So wouldn't that be the third act twist? <laughs> interesting. The tallest man on this call is the one that brought that up. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Uh, Slender yeah. man. I just I like to envision that they're like uh, breaking news at the trial. There's been a uh, surprise uh, uh, witness <laughs> brought in by the defense, and you just see Slender Man <laughs> just lumbering his, like, his, in. His, his suit right. is like that. Ten- his he's doing that tentacle. <laughs> over the fucking mm-hmm. desk like yep. <laughs> like the end of Gerald's game <laughs> I apologize for my lateness your honor I was I was ran into traffic coming from my 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 forest castle I apologize he has uh he just sounds like Michael Caine <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> like, he's not talking his tentacles wrapped around his lawyer's neck <laughs> he's talking through him yeah um, it's like yes. independence day yes <laughs> no beans <laughs> <laughs> Objections. Yeah. <laughs> Witness becoming hostile. Ugh. But I yeah, would that's... like a new um, a new judge. Bring in Judge Sirenhead. <laughs> <laughs> Your Honor, I don't feel I'll be able to have a fair say in this trial if we have it in this venue. I'd like us to move to the outer wastes of my castle if we could. <laughs> But yeah, that was that was uh, that was the fun one that I found because who the fuck decides to kill somebody over the movie Warlock? Right. Yeah, that's just... that's. Mm. I'd be I if I were if I were that kid, I'd be embarrassed even to testify that. <laughs> <laughs> right. It was the movie Warlock. What was that? Warlock. Louder. Warlock. <laughs> Warlock. Warlock. Yeah. But yeah, I that's. Mean, mm. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. I was just. I know. I was just gonna say that's that's it for me. I don't know if uh, anybody else had anything else they wanted to add to this, or um, I mean, there's there's obvious ones that we could have went with, like yeah, uh, Silence of the Lambs, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and Psycho are all based off the same fucking story, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yeah. Ed Gein. Um, uh, jo- you know, Jaws is based off of the uh, the mm-hmm. Jersey Shark that the, was like the bull shark, right? They got into the inlet. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I can't remember. That story I still find yeah. to be more horrifying because that was like it was a bunch of kids that got eaten in shallow water. Mm-hmm. Well, b- bull sharks, bull sharks, bull sharks, bull sharks bull in general shark. are just are just awful creatures. <laughs> well, something I there's something I found out about years and years ago, and I didn't really think about the connection to Jaws, but um, I, I believe it's I'm not sure where, but it's areas of Africa that a, a shark called the Zambezi shark will actually swim up river mm-hmm. and kill people who are using the river for whatever reasons and it's worshipped oh. as a demon by some people. I I could be wrong. This was something a friend told me about years ago and I cannot confirm right. or deny how high I might have been at the time. Because um, rivers <laughs> more aquatic predators than... I was going to say, like, if you're going to invoke that and, like, oh, goose no, that's, obviously. It's, the Zambezi shark is... A bull shark is also known as a Zambezi shark in Africa. So there we go. Oh, shit. Or the yeah. Lake Nicaragua shark in Nicaragua. Yeah, bull sharks have been found deep into the Amazon. Um, they're, they've been seen in the Columbia River, which is around my neck of the woods. Uh, yeah, they're a problem. <laughs> Most people don't run into them. Um, but if you do, they are not known as like docile sharks. They're very no. aggressive. Yeah. Um, 
and That's yeah, crazy. They'll, like knock people out of boats and shit. Um, so yeah, yeah, Gustav was uh, like people reported seeing Gustav like attack right. people and just leave them dead. Like he wouldn't oh. eat them; he would just murder them and then get back in the water. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, he, uh, he'd take... said, like they were... I was gonna say he'd take his suit off and get back in the water. And <laughs> um, there's stories of people saying he would swim up, pull you into the river, drown you, and swim away. Yeah, what an asshole. When they make Ghost in the Darkness <laughs> 2, uh, it's gonna be about Gustav, and they're gonna bring back Michael Douglas and be like, Prox, you, don't do that. you hold him high. Yeah, but um, they'll they'll tape a lion's tail to him. It's going to Sci-Fi Channel. It's a cross with the main the Ghost in the Darkness versus Gustav. <laughs> oh god, I, I would call that. They would definitely call it the Ghost in the Darkness versus Primeval. Oh, just God. two undead lions Damn. fucking up a crocodile. <laughs> just like no, they I'm pull seeing, a croc out. Just... I'm seeing something here about bull sharks. Like uh, they've been known to travel up the Mississippi River as far as yep. Alton, Illinois, which is 700 miles from the ocean. Yeah. That's, That's insane. insane. That's fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Like fuck. I, yeah. It's very well documented. I have a fear of open water. This does not yeah. make me feel great. No, this this does not help. Yeah, when uh, the open water comes to you and you're inland, like, <laughs> yeah. like with, with like tiger sharks and great whites, they're scary, but like they're in the ocean, and you're never gonna come in contact with them ever, probably if you're avoiding the ocean, like yeah. I am. Um, I've, I've but, taken many yeah. steps to not have that happen. Exactly, but like a bull shark can just like come up to right where you live if you live on the water or near it. Um, fuck your day. Or 700 miles away from the ocean, apparently. Yeah, Although, because it's a mind if I invade it. <laughs> Although, uh, Hunter, I would like to point out that the uh, the one gentleman at your prior workplace, he might have actually been a bull shark in disguise, <laughs> and that's why he was so into QAnon and everything else. Also, he was oh no. the long game. Hunter, why are you afraid of, of open water? Like, your feet will just touch the bottom, and you'll still be head and shoulders over any body of water. Right. Exactly. And the, I could yeah, the Pacific like, Rim soundtrack follows you everywhere. Just walk across the, the Atlantic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, really you might... So much... uh, I'm just trotting across the water. <laughs> San Francisco. I Someone mean, just sees, like, the top of your head, like, over the water, like Godzilla. I mean, I think the only place you'd run into some problems is the uh, Marinara Trench, but that would be about yeah. it. Yeah. Marinara. Yes, the, that's, is that's, 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 my... Yeah, don't step in there at one of your goulash. <laughs> Eric, is that where my stepdad gets his sauce? Yes, uh, that is. The Marinara that is. Trench? That's, that's where, that is the, uh, that is like the Fertile Valley of, uh, of Israel mm -hmm. and, and everywhere else that apparently the Fertile Valley exists. It's his, it's his fucking Lazarus pit? Yeah, basically. Yeah. It's, it's where all humans that he creates, humans, quote unquote, come from. Yeah. Uh -huh. Not yeah. sauce, cuts, <laughs> Yeah. You just drop a giant bucket down there and you just pull the sauce up. Yeah. This'll be my greatest creation, Arlen. Just wait until you see the games on this bitch. I brought home a new golem, Arlen. He's a secret God. warlock. Um, <laughs> unless anyone has anything else, I think I'd be cool with calling it a brisk one-hour show. Yeah. I mean, I have I'm no fine problem with that. With that. Yeah. yeah. That works for me. Um, Alright, well, that's been the 3AM Files. Very relaxed uh, version of this this time. Um, mm -hmm. I don't have anything of note to plug except Evil Speak coming out soon for Movie Dumpster. It's got Clint Howard. 
Uh, we just recorded the Dungeon Master today, and that movie's a fucking trip. <laughs> um, and then after that, Arlen's going to be on for the Wraith, which has Charlie Sheen mm-hmm. for a minute, apparently. It's it's got a lot of things that I can't. That I yeah, can't I, like you showed me half a trailer. I was like, I'm stopping this right now because I, <laughs> I it's already too much. Like I want to go into this fresh. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot. I can't. I cannot wait. Uh, we're doing that soon, and ooh, that's gonna be fun. Um, yeah. Other than that, what do I have? Um, well, me and uh, Eric Sayor, we just recorded. Uh, most of our episode 99 and 100 uh, for LHP, which will be um, a top 100 movies list. Um, and boy, it was a thing that we recorded. Uh, so yeah, that'll that'll be fun. Um, look forward to that in the coming weeks before before we get into the spooky times as I continue to educate him. Uh, in the in the in the rungs of horror so yeah hunter you cannot follow me on social media at all <laughs> please don't i'm begging you <laughs> fucking wind up on that what the hell <laughs> <laughs> uh you <laughs> you uh i have twitch things happening soon i'm working on a schedule right now look out for that i guess uh, teespring.com slash America's Boyfriend. Go buy a t-shirt of me from second grade on it, I guess. <laughs> if you want that sort of thing. Um, other than that, I got nothing. Oh, your sales pitch is too aggressive, right? I can't take this. I know. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm a marketing genius. <laughs> uh, I'm Eric Fedorchek. You can find me at Eric underscore Fedor. There's a picture on Instagram. Sorry, just throwing that out there just look for it no uh, i'm on instagram uh you can find pictures of dogs and cats and food and comics i'm floating around the phantom zone um been reading a lot of really good books recently because i've i've found ways to read books that mm. are other ways to read them i'll leave it at that um <laughs> i just i just got to finally finish all of 100 bullets which is a phenomenal fucking series which everyone here would really enjoy i think it starts off with the Dude, idea I that i can't read We've been is that Azarella? Yes. Yeah. It was I think I ones. have the first, uh, the first original collected of that. Actually, it's just been sitting on my shelf. So yeah. Wow, it's probably worth less than the cover price at this point. <laughs> but that's that's neither here nor there. It's it's great series, and I think everyone should check it out. It starts off as something very different than what it turns into, and it's it's a fun ride the whole way. Um, yeah, that and read all Chew recently, which is great too. It's a fun comic about a guy who's a cybopath cybopath he mm-hmm. can discover things when he when he eats things and he's a detective so oh. you can figure out where that goes um yeah yeah uh also i'd like to uh point you towards uh my twitter which is young underscore kame i've been talking <laughs> about the avengers a whole lot recently um <laughs> I mean, this is one from September 11th, but uh, it's kind of embarrassing for them. I'm turning them into a fine paste faster than they can fire weapons. Um, yeah, if you want to, if you want to write to me about how good the Avengers is, or how bad Moon Knight is, or how much, how much you want to see that uh, that bunny get it from that wolf from B Stars, you can just just send it all to Young underscore Kame at Twitter. I promise, I will, I will respond eventually. Sure. 
<laughs> on that note. Yeah. Yeah. Um have a good night, everybody. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Day. Good day. Good night. Good 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 whatever time it is when you listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> Goulashes. Goulashes. Fucking My wine barrels are emptying out. <laughs> <laughs>